Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. But before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament, and we argue each round until we decide a winner. And Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Hell yeah, I do. We are talking about what is the best wintertime, Christmastime, holiday activity. That is correct. This was a fan-submitted season. Dear friend Katie, so thank you so much for sending this in. We appreciate it. Uh, We've been having a lot of fun so far, and let's just jump right into Group C, where we have the number two seed, Baking Christmas Cookies, going up against the 15 seed, Ugly Sweaters. And then we have the seven seed, Winter Drinks, going up against the 10 seed, Christmas Church Service. Now, Cody... Do you have one you'd like to talk about first? My wife has won the ugly sweater contest six years in a row at her work. It's now I'm not saying that her your wife's Christmas sweater game isn't strong, but it is what is the competition like? Is it fierce? Yeah, dude. It's like 12 librarians. Damn. So she is the Michael Jordan of yeah, Christmas sweater. Six rings. And you know what? Different shirt every time, different sweater every time. Well, yeah, you got to, but that, so the question is, she's not, but these are all just being found, right? Like she's not, Oh yeah. Where, where does, where is it? Does she, she's pilfer her mom stuff or is she going out into the trenches into the, she's been in, she usually gets like deep in the trenches to find them. Fair enough. Sometimes she goes with the rag stock. Usually it's like, she goes to savers or stuff like that and gets deep in there. Yeah. So here's my thing with the ugly sweater. Now we all had a lot of fun. I like to think, what was that? 2009, 2010. We're having a great time with the ugly sweater. But at what point, it just, it felt like it kind of, they became cool again. So then they weren't really that ugly. Like it, I, it feel like it transitioned to being something that like, or you just were like finding like the most grotesque and it like wasn't even that good anymore. Like it just, it lost its wholesomeness. I feel like, I feel like it just kind of like came and went. And I, I don't know if, I don't know if I needed to come back. I'm always down for a good sweater. I like a sweater, but that, like, at what point is it like, well, all the sweaters are ugly now. What is a good sweater now? Like, oh, it's just a nice, simple beige cashmere is now the the ugly sweater, man. Like, I don't know. It just feels like. You got to play, Nick, you got to play the sport of the, the, okay. You take an NBA player from the 60s. He's not going to play the same way. He's not going to be able to play the game the way they do now. And that's the same for anything, especially sweaters. <laughs> sweater game evolved over generations, okay? Right. But I'm just, where we're I, at now because of that. That's what so, I'm yeah, saying is like. Maybe, Maybe the beige cashmere sweater is what's going to win the ugly sweater contest. You need to adapt to that and get ahead of it. We'll tell Catherine. Let her know. Like, be like, yo, we're, we're seeing I'm the tides gonna, changing. Sh- Dude, my wife does not need coaching. She is the <laughs> Ron James of this, okay? She's player coach out there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I just, like I said, I ha- had some fun with it. I think we all had some fun poking around our parents' uh, our parents' sweater collection. Be like, oh, I just need a sweater for this party. Like. Oh yeah, take anything. And then they find out, then they see your Facebook post. Like I won the ugly crisp. I won the ugly sweater competition. Like bitch, <laughs> bitch. Motherfucker. <laughs> so many parents uh, under, under their kids, Facebook status is like you dirty motherfucker. <laughs> you think grandmas are like seeing this shit and being like, do you know what I had to do to get that sweater? Bitch. That shit was cool as fuck back in the day. How dare you? So many I made that. I had to admit that myself. So many grandparents talking that shit. I man, baking Christmas cookies. I grandparents. Speaking of grandparents. Speaking of grandparents. Yeah, baking Christmas cookies, man. I it's one of those things where, like, once again, like I think 
when we think about the holiday season and like the little steps along the way that like build and build to the anticipation, right? There's that weekend where you're like, and this is the weekend we're baking the cookies and they will, these cookies will last us the entire Christmas season. That's fucking dope. Like, I love that, that moment. Like it's, that's how you do your cookie game. Cookie, yeah, we whoa. What's your cookie game? We bake. It's like a one-time bake, probably like first week of December. Hell and that, those, no. them cookies is lasting, fam. Absolutely not. We bake as needed, dude. You can't just be man. I don't have that kind of time on my. Well, this year, yeah, but <laughs> we're not going anywhere. Like there was bake, a time like, if we have a Christmas party, we're baking the cookies the day before or day of. Nah, fam. No, it's like a big. It's a big to do. It's like my fiance and her mom. Like they straight up like make truffles. They make so many different things that it is. It can't be. It has to be all done at just one time. And then, well, then you have like then you have cookie. They package them up and then throughout the christmas season they can just be handing people tins full of delicious treats like it's a one it's a to me it's a one and done situation i understand we're not i'm not giving them out as a as gifts and stuff so i guess our game plan is a little different going in this situation i want some truffle kelly hook me up you get you we'll get you we'll mail off some truffles dog hell yeah you gonna make the truffle list fam don't worry about it man i just think like so here's here's the thing when we're talking about Christmas cookies, I think there's something to right. Our, like when we're saying Christmas cookies, we're thinking sugar cookies that are cut in the shapes of bells and Santas and bows and ribbons and shit and yeah. bows and ribbons and shit. Right. That's like, that is the Christmas cookie. Right. Yeah. Can I confess something? I don't really like that cookie. It's not like- my favorite cookie. It's just what? not like, I don't know. It's not, I love seeing them. I love frosting them. That part is, that part is always the best. When you take them out and you do the frosting. I want to eat that cookie. I'm not a sugar cookie dude. I will destroy sugar cookie all day, every day, daily, nightly, ever so rightly. I'm on my sugar cookie game, dude. And Cody, how do you like to eat your sugar cookie? I feel like I'm getting, this is a trap. Cody, how do you like to eat your sugar cookie? Tell the people. I like to eat it with my mouth. I don't know. Do you like, do you, is it a plain sugar cookie? Yeah, I don't like frosting on the cookie. That's it, folks. We've caught him red-handed. This fucking psychopath you've been listening to eats sugar cookies without frosting. Yeah, it's not necessary. They're already sweet. You've ruined the entire, your opinion now means shit. You've invalidated this entire podcast and for, for the future because people are like, well, he eats sugar cookies without frosting like a fucking psycho. I will. I'm not, I will eat them with frosting, but I'm not gonna frost them. If I if I make sugar cookies at home, I'm not frosting them. D- you're miss. Then what's the point, dude? So your so your candy cane is just it's just a J. Then, dude, your candy cane is just a J. If you don't frost it and put a little white, little white stripe, little red stripe, little white stripe, little red stripe, you're just eating a fucking J. And then you can do that any time of the year. It needs the frosting to make it the Christmas thing. That is not true. You Otherwise, can tell you're just it. eating. A hunchback with a weird hat. <laughs> if you don't paint the bag with a little white or whatever, green, whatever color you want to use for the bag, and then paint the fat man red, it's just a dude with a hunchback and a weird hat. The frosting is so critical to this endeavor that it is wild to me that you do not frost them. I do not frost them, okay? I think it's not necessary. You just make them circles. You don't have to make everything fancy frosted art, dude. I'm not fucking Picasso, okay? That's, he wouldn't do it a good job. <laughs> he would make him fucking weird. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to lock it. Even though, even though, like I said, I, it's not, 
because it's not even about eating cookie. It's about the experience. It's all of it. I'm gonna lock in baking Christmas cookies. I'm gonna lock in baking Christmas cookies too. Interesting. I thought you're gonna go. I thought you're gonna go. No, I love ugly sweaters and stuff. But like the baking, it's that's more of a moment, man. This is the best activity. Yeah, that's fair. Wearing a sweater is not an activity. It's just what you clothes. That's very true. (laughs) All right, baking Christmas cookie. We'll move on. Where we'll go up against either seven winter drinks or (laughs) ten. Christmas church service. These two things could not be more different, I feel. Except I usually do one before the other and you can figure out, you can decide which order you think that happens in. I went to, it was the first year we were dating. Yeah, the first year me and Catherine were like dating. Her mom and family are really big into the church here, right? They work at the church and play for the church. And Catherine goes every year and she's like, Cody, you want to come to church with me? And I was like, no, but I will. I went through there, did the whole Christmas service. And as we were driving back in the car, I said, I'm never going to church again. And Catherine said, I, I understand that. And I appreciate you telling me that now. So I don't get my hopes up ever again. And that was seven or eight years ago. And I've never been in a church since. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. I thought this story ended with like, and I've gone every year since. Absolutely not. No. What? Man, I feel like you, like, I'm not even from like, as far as like belief goes, I know that that's not a thing. But what I'm saying is, cause it's not even like that you need to do the check-in. It's just like, I don't know. Hey, I don't know how you get out of it then. Like, there's no, I can't, and granted it's a different family and all that, but like, I can't go to my mom's house for Christmas and then her be like, I'm going to go to, all right, it's time to go to the, the candlelight service and be like, nah, not this year. Nah, it's easy, man. I just don't. I like really, I just tell them like, yeah, I'm not going to go. What what are we doing after that? And then I'll meet you at that. Done. Cold hearted, man. That's, I'm cold, I guess. Cold, that's cold blooded, dude. I get it. Hey, it's I not respect about their wanting beliefs. to go. It's just the fact that, like, I, it's just obligation. Like, I don't know. Like, you just got to do it. It's just, once again, we talk about things that just have to be done for Christmas. I just feel like, all right, I'm going go to the. Well, I never went growing up. Like, that wasn't something my family right. did. So I never yeah, felt yeah. that obligation. And then, I don't know, man, if you're obligated to do something for your God, do it. But I ain't obligated to do shit for him. Is that mine? Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just, respect- I just, I can't even. I can't even imagine my mom knows that I'm agnostic. Like she, that's not, that's not a secret, but the idea of telling my mom that I wouldn't attend the Christmas church service <laughs> terrifies me. Like I would never break her heart in that way to like, let, and I know once again, different families. So like it's, but that's wild to me that you just, yeah, don't get me wrong. It's not my favorite. I, I it's not something once again, I'm like, the story stays the same. We haven't updated that sucker in a, in a couple millennia. Feels like it could use a rewrite. Some things seem a little historically inaccurate. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Some things I have questions on. Two, I don't, I like a precocious. The only thing that when it's good is when they do the, t- like the kids get to do their own like little play as part of it. That's fun. Cause there's always someone fucking up and that's fun to watch. But then sometimes they don't do it or even when they do it. And I'm just like, all right, I'm kind of bored. So I, yeah, let's be honest. It's winter drinks. Like well, you got, I, you yeah. got eggnog delicious wonderful eggnog well, let's move it we're just moving winter drinks on right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. let's move okay well, let's yeah, yeah winter drinks versus christmas cookies let's go christmas cookies so winter drinks we got eggnog which is delightful deadly but yet delight i mess i just saw eggnog and we're recording this earlier than christmas obviously and i saw eggnog in the stores like two days ago you know your boy bought the eggnog. You know I've been drinking the eggnog. I've got the eggnog in my life. Eggnog is wild because of how much booze you have to pump into it to kind of make it boozy. Like, yeah, it does. Eggnog already comes with like a little bit of a bite. So when you toss in that rum, whiskey, brandy, I use rum personally. I thought it was rum, brandy. right? It's rum, right? Rum or brandy, yeah. 
Okay. A sweet liquor. Yeah. So I, either way, but I, I think I'm a rum guy. I think I would put rum in there or I have in the past. I'm trying to remember. It's always rum, like eggnog, a little year. bit of cinnamon, nutmeg, and then put a cinnamon stick for stirring. Yeah. Boom. Boom. And then not only do you have that, you have hot toddies. You got cider with whiskey. That's delicious. A little fireball in there. Mm. You got uh, hot chocolate with, uh, I like, I like a peppermint schnapps myself. Well, I mean, if you really I'm gonna be honest, to... this is probably going to be the most sacrilegious thing I've said on this episode. Don't and say that it. is, I don't like hot drinks. I okay, all. no coffee, no hot chocolate, no cider at all. Like, I don't even, like hot drinks. I get okay, it's not okay. Generally speaking, I don't like hot drinks, but there is something too. Now, can I just can I can I take you on a flavor journey, Cody? Do you mind closing? Okay, your eyes? yeah, yeah, okay. okay. So, you, you, Catherine. You know, you're, this is your second Christmas in the house or your first Christmas in the house? Second. Second. Okay, cool. So it's second Christmas in the house and you're just, and you're thinking like, you know what, what I'd love to do is maybe just walk around the block. I don't, we shouldn't, I don't want to drive anywhere, but let's just walk around the block and just see what people did for Christmas. Let's see what lights they put up and just walk around and kind of feel the communal environment. Right. And you're like, I'd love to do that. We should bring drinks with that. Right. And she's like, sounds great. Let's make some hot chocolate. Would love that. Okay. Now, do you really not want to put the schnapps in there? Like no, now you got sh- schnapps, and now you're now you're drinking your schnapps, hot chocolate on that walk. Now you're no, that sounds look- beautiful. That sounds great. I love the flavor journey you took me on. My problem is I don't know how to drink hot stuff. I think are you not I'm 31 years old? It's too hot. I take a drink. It's like that's too hot. It hurts me. That hurt me <laughs> to drink that. And then Jesus it's like, Christ, well, I Cody. guess I guess I'll wait. And then it's too cold. Or like it's lukewarm. I don't want that. Jesus Christ, Cody. It's just, it's why do you I make things so stuff. hard? It burns my mouth. Why do I you make things so hard? It's not difficult. You go here. Maybe someone else is suffering from this as well. I don't want to believe that you are the only person. So I'm going to try I to help like out. I don't like it. Yeah. I'm going to try to help out. So you have your thermos full of delicious hot cocoa and schnapps. What you do is. You're just gonna, you're gonna open it up. It's gonna steam, smell it. Oh God, you got the, you got the chocolate. You got that, you got the hint of the, the, the alcohol hiding in there waiting for you, like a little secret surprise. And then you're gonna tilt it back a little bit. Now, as you start tilting it, you're gonna start feeling the heat. If at that point, the heat feels pretty hot, not yet, then you're gonna take it back down. You should not feel the heat until it is at your mouth. And that point, that is the perfect temperature to drink it. If it's too hot before it gets to you, you shouldn't do it. Don't well, do it. You'll slam it because you that window is only like three that's, minutes deep. That's okay. When do you, you don't slam your beer in under 30 minutes? Coward. I said three minutes, first of all. And well, sometimes I'll drink a beer. I like to sip them, dude. You know what I buy? I'm I buy just, the good stuff. I know, but I'm just saying like that window, like we're talking, if A, we're talking about something. We're not talking about like a coffee here. We're talking about something that is also kind of there to get you drunk. Why are you wasting your time? If you're drinking Let's a hot get thing. To the point. Okay, you're drinking a hot thing. You put it down, you come back, and it's, it's been great. It's hot and great and stuff. And then you take a drink and it's lukewarm. It ruins the whole experience. I don't like drinking hot stuff. Damn, dude, you are making this out to be so much harder than it really is. It's deli- I love it. It I tastes lo- fine, I but don't- it's hot. I don't. I don't want all my drinks to be hot, to be very clear. I don't want every, I don't think that I want every drink to be hot. But what I love is when you can take an adventure outside, hot drink, booze in it. Fucking perfect, man. It's the best. It's so, man, I, ah, this is tough for me. This is tough for me. I'm actually, I, I'm actually struggling on this. I love, I'm going to go with cookies because I know I can do them. I can eat a cookie. Yeah, but you eat them like a fucking psycho. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? 
so what? Is it just a circle? It's a circle with a weird point at the top? It has to have decorations for it to be the thing. You can, what about like the, the sugar, the colored sugar stuff? You put it on when they're hot and fresh, they come out and you like color them that way. Is that okay with you? No, cause I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like the sugar on it. It's I don't gotta like, be frosting? Now it's like crispy. It's gotta be frosting. Yeah, it has to be frosting. I don't no. like frosting. And frosting gets bad. If you, like a day later, frosting's all hard and gross. No, it's not. Just put the put the things in an airtight container. It's not hard. Motherfucker, you're the one that bakes cookies on the the first and expects to eat them all month. And yeah. you tell me. And that's how I know they work. It's because I can put them in the fucking container and that shit is airtight. So everything is delicious all the fucking time. Oh my God. I'm going to lock in cookies, first of all, okay? This is wild to me. I don't know if I like that we made this podcast because the more I found out about you, the less I like you. <laughs> Like, I thought this would be a fun journey, but I continue to learn things about you. I'm like, I don't know if we'd be friends anymore. You already asked me to be in your wedding party, so you're too fucked, dude. I know. Too fucked, man. That, that The day I marry my wife is the day I cut you out of my life. How about that? But not. I won't well, even need a new friend after that. I got a wife now. You know what? You'll be begging for me back when your kid gets a mysterious envelope with a map in it. First, yeah, first I'm going to need to know if this is the treasure hunt. Is this just them going to fight a dragon that you found? Like, there's going to be a lot of questions I'm going to need to get answered before I send yeah, my well, kid on this perilous journey. Yeah, don't cut me out then. All right, fine. You can stick around. All right. So we are at an impasse, Cody. What do we do when we're at an impasse? We solve it the only way we know how through our whole friendship. And that is what the American voting coin of 2004 brought to you by random. Since May. Since May. By random.org. One side has got John Kerry. The other side has John, John, George Bush. Cody, it is. So wait, two seed. You are the two seed bacon Christmas cookies. I am the seven seed winter drink. So I am the low seed. I mean, I, I gotta go with my boy. I know my boy, Georgie Bush was drinking them drinks. His whole life, and uh, and that may have led to decisions that did make him a war criminal, lest we forget. But if I'm drinking, I'm drinking with I'm drinking with JB, GB, so JB, GB, yes. Mm. Damn it. Okay. Now you got to have All the right. hot drink, dude. Cody, we're talking about. We still got to do our research. No, I know. I don't do it. I'm, I I mean, I got cider stuff downstairs already. We yeah. got a Halloween bombed, and it had cider stuff in it. Nice. So we're gonna have some fun. Have you been Halloween bombed yet? Don't do it to me. I don't know what it means, but I don't want to do it. If I have no, to someone knocked on our along, door. Oh, okay. Someone knocked on our door, and then when we opened the door, they were gone. But there was a big, like, trick or treat pumpkin out there, just full of stuff, candy and ciders, and toys. And so, but like, do you think you know who did it? Or is this I think like I know who did it. Yeah, uh, but man, it's that's hot. I want, man, that sounds so cool. I want that. All right, winter drinks. Moving on into the final four, and that is it for us, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition Podcast. If you want to help out, your boys. This holiday season, I have an Amazon wish list. I'll send it out. Feel free to just pick off anything on there. My address, I think it sends right to. So we'll get Cody's and my stuff up there. Yeah, pretty standard stuff on there. You know, I, I'd like a new uh, grilling set, tongs, spatula. Cody is looking for just like a whole uh, gallon of lube. Yeah. Whole gallon though. And, and then I-, I think also the Hangman Adam Page action figure will be out around then. So should be out by then Un- so that unrelated yeah, unrelated to the lube but i want very related things. to the lube i don't know folks it's not don't judge based off the the the, the wish the wish list just get us the stuff we want just kidding folks all we want from you is to tell a friend about the podcast share it share with your friends and family this holiday season uh, if you ever see one of our posts just hit the just give it a little like that's always helpful wherever you're listening to this follow subscribe rate review the whole nine yards uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. And while you're on the internet doing all of that, the Lord's work, 
Make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a whole season like Katie did, send that to us at Friendly Competition Podcast at gmail.com. If it's good, we'll do it as a season and we'll give you a shout out every episode. And as always, shout outs go to Charizard for our intro and outro music. If you'd like to hear more of their stuff, head on over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for us, folks. Group D going to drop on Wednesday. But until then, I'm Nick Keller. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.